Today FM. It's that time of the week again. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the Dermot and Dave Show Best of Podcast. But not if you're driving. Definitely don't sit back. In fact, sit up now. So, Sean, welcome to the podcast. What's going on? What else on your mind this week, Sean? Well, I tell you what happened on the Cara magazine. What? No, I'm talking about the office. No, well, what do you want to know? The Cara magazine? Oh, the no, office? the Cara magazine came first. Okay. You should stop the podcast here. No, but this is the thing. It's all about the. It's all going in the. Is, uh, is this so, going yeah, in the podcast? Are we saving this for next week? But we're already in next week's oh, okay, intro. Okay. Is my point. Yeah. Okay. So, I went on holidays to Greece last summer. And I was flying home, and then I, you know, I was flying with Aer Lingus, and the lady in uh, the lady sitting beside me, you know the way the Aer Lingus have the Cara magazines, mm-hmm. and there was a Donal Skeen um, recipe page in one of the books, in one of the pages, and she started ripping out oh, the recipes. Oh. <laughs> uh, Why so did you take like, a picture of it? I, that's what I was thinking. So she ripped them out, like ripped out three pages of recipes, then closed the Cara magazine and put it into the back oh. of the. That is bad. It's then like in, thinking, in those 80s movies where they would run into a, a phone box and rip out a few pages of the phone book. Do you remember? And you'd be yeah. like, what? What if I know Reardon if something <laughs> desperately needs to be found and you pulled out all the O'Reardons? <laughs> That's so bad. Yeah. Now, it could have led to a great thing on the show of weird things you've seen on planes, but... Well, Sean, there's no reason we can't double up on our content. Yeah. Oh, I was so angry because every time she did this... I was getting so angry. I wanted to say to her, stop ripping the magazine. But I couldn't. And also, I think she was Italian, so I don't know if she had English. Couldn't you just say, well, why, why don't you, you take a picture? Take a picture. Hey, 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 hey. picture, picture. Hey, <laughs> hey. Photo, photo. Also, if she, didn't have, any, hang on, if she didn't have any English, what use was a Donald Skeen recipe yeah. to her? Guys, I was after three weeks of island hopping in Greece. I didn't have time to it's engage in this time. hallucination. <laughs> <laughs> you were frightened of everything. Yeah. It was just the ripping sound that was freaking you out. This is Today FM. Yes, this is so crazy. I know, it's disgusting, but I can't... Nothing I can do. Oh, hold on, please hold the line. Hello? Yes? Dublin Fire Brigade. Thank God you're here. <laughs> yes, can you please send someone around? Uh, I don't know what you can do for him. Hold on, hold the line. Hello, doctor? Stop. Yes, can you please Get send him more surgical masks? We're worried for our health. Okay, thank you. Uh, sorry, I've, I've, I'm. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, we can. Where yeah, are you? I'm in the incident room. You're in the incident room. Yes, the Dermot Dave incident room. <laughs> Usually known he has it for things. Yeah, but well you have it but now. Uh, all hell is broken loose. The listeners are terrified uh, for uh, my well-being, the, the well-being of the team, and their own well-being, because this could spread. Um, but uh, listen, I've got to bring you up to speed. Um, if you saw Dave's Instagram over the weekend, then you'll know what I'm talking about. If you didn't, let me, let me explain. <laughs> Dave is famous for declaring that he has never washed his legs. Can we get you out of the incident room at all? Do you stay okay, in there? Hold like... on, I'll come out. Oh, there. that's better. <laughs> it's so busy in there. It's crazy. So Dave says he never washes his legs in the shower. And look, that's disgusting. Fine. Okay, no! whatever. Okay. I'm going to get away with it for a minute. It turned out over the weekend that he realized something else about himself after sticking his hand down a drain. Uh, when he went to wash the goop off his arm in the shower... Tell everybody, tell everybody what you discovered about yourself. So I just put a picture up of my arm covered in filth because I was clearing a drain, as Dermot said. Not a disgusting drain, a normal, fine drain. Uh, and then 
all the messages I got back on Instagram were like, oh my God, don't tell me this is the first time you've washed your arm this year. How many, please say you wash your arms. And then I was back on Instagram going later on going, lads, no, of course I don't wash my arms. What are you talking about? I assumed the leg thing was like some kind of aberration that some people decide to bend over in the shower and wash their legs. But arms, your arms are working the whole time in the shower. We need to, we need to get into this. <laughs> that is yeah. Dave, that is unfair. You, you have four limbs. So you only have four limbs. Mm. And you don't wash any of them. No. I wash That's them. most of your body. Like but surely surely your extremities get dirtier than like your torso. Like how dirty can your chest be? No. Okay, look. I wash <laughs> I'm going through my what, shower routine. What do you, uh, how do you okay. even avoid washing your arms? How do you mean avoid? How, you have to actively go and rub them. What are you doing that for? What are you rubbing <laughs> in the okay. shower? I'm rubbing my hair with shampoo. And then the shampoo is trickling down and doing its job as it hits the, the shower tray. It's cleaned loads of things on the way down. Then important hot spots get, get a good wash. <laughs> that's, that's enough detail for that. Uh, then I like to cleanse my face with a cleanser. And then once that's done, I am out of there, man. There's no need for everything else has gotten wet, soapy. But you could say that about all of your body. Like your torso is well, getting the major amount of runoff. Yeah. And the hot spots. Yeah. Everything is running down. So are why you, are you singling out the limbs? Well, I just don't feel any reason. To rub my arms or legs in the shower when they're absolutely drenched, they're fizzing with soapy, f- f- whatever. Yeah, but did you ever get into the shower with with mucky shins? I've always uh, said that's different. That's different. Yeah, and you see, when the runoff doesn't actually do anything. Yeah, because the if you've got hairy legs, by the time it gets down to below your knees, the water's just changed its mind again. This is too much like work. <laughs> I've always said. If there's visible dirt, which there was yesterday, on my right arm, I'll point out, I so washed... So you didn't wash my, your left I arm? I did not wash my left arm. I used my left arm to wash my right arm. And then once that was done, I washed, I washed all the but runoff. your hands and... No, hang on. I've got good hand hygiene. I wash my hands all the time. My hands are fine. I'm not going around like waiting until I have a shower to wash well, my just hands. just think about it. Your back obviously isn't getting washed because... That, you when know. you're washing the suds off the back of your hair. Okay, so your back... Your arms and your legs are all not getting washed. And most of them, I wouldn't really... So it's just your chest and your belly and your bits. That's it. I wouldn't really wash my chest or belly. Hair, hot spots, (laughs) face, end. That's it. Like everything else is runoff. So my entire torso, my limbs, my feet, everything is just is just taken care of by the movement of water suds. And then afterwards, you towel yourself. So you're rubbing all bits and... Why do you even bother getting in? <laughs> I mean, am, why don't you just wait for it to rain? I am a clean boy. Has anyone in the... Emer's making so many faces. Has anyone in this... Now, be honest. Like I will not hurt my feelings, but be honest. Has anyone ever walked past me in this... Or been associated with me in this show team and gone, he smells, he's dirty, I wish he'd wash more. Look, I'll be honest. I, I don't mind. <laughs> No, Sazimer. Have you ever? You've worked with me for twenty years, Dermot. Have you ever thought that I'm a dirty person? 
Well, you see, when you're caked in that amount of crust, <laughs> the smell can't actually... That's unfair. No, this is... Uh, look, I haven't got time for this. The incident room, we need to get back in there. If... Can I just say, uh, do you think that Dave is a filth bag? Yes or no? 87 4100 Or do you think that runoff is the cleanest way to approach your life? I ran a poll on my Instagram yesterday and 91% of people said they washed their arms. Now, if I discount the 50% of people who wear fake tan, who need to wash their arms for fake tan to adhere properly, then I still think there's a small percentage of people, the 9%. Why doesn't the fake tan adhere to their skin? I don't know. That's what they all told me on Instagram. Yeah, so if you don't wash, the fake tan won't. And why do you think that is? I don't know why. Because their pores and the skin is all clogged up with dirt. Look at my arms. Do they look dirty? Do you think you can eat your dinner off them? <laughs> it's probably with, quite literally. With difficulty. Look. The potatoes keep rolling off. There, there are 9% <laughs> of people who do not wash their arms. And I want to hear from you this morning. Defend me. 87 WhatsApp voice notes. Send them in. To mind him with his incident room and all the people on the I've phone and Mrs. O'Reardon's constantly ringing them. Hello? Yes. Neffet? <laughs> Thank you for getting back, Neffet. <laughs> I need you to send in those hazmat suits and any other masks, swabs, <laughs> uh, antibacterial creams. 87 102 Lube. I don't know. Well, that's, my, that's my own request. Terminal Dave. Playing the music you know. I yes. reject all you're, of these assertions. You're all of those things. No, I'm not. Although Jennifer has a question for me. To be honest, Dave, I'm kind of struggling to see what's the point of you having a shower at all. I mean, what are you actually doing? You're just in there wasting water. Surely you just stick your head in the sink or <laughs> wash your hair because that seems to be all you're doing when you yeah, get in there. No, if yeah, I just, it's all runoff for you. <laughs> yeah, but if I washed my hair in the sink and I just washed my hair, then I wouldn't have any runoff on my body and I wouldn't be able to tackle the hot zones which we've spoken about. How long do you spend in there? Three minutes, max, let's say. So you, you get in, and so I want to just, let's just go okay. through. So you go, is this a fetish of yours? Because <laughs> a lot of things, all of us are just wondering, what are you doing in there? Okay. If you're not washing most of your body. Right. So you get in, water. No, water's already on okay, first. Okay, water's right. on, you step in, you go, oh. Oh, uh, rainfall pres- head, shower head. You, you, ro- you yeah, wash it that. over the top of your head. Yeah, then you I get wet the, your face. I get the shampoo first. Yeah. Shampoo goes okay, in. straight into the shampoo. Straight into shampoo, whatever. And a foam, 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 lots of shampoo. For a short-haired man, lots of shampoo. <laughs> then straight away, the shampoo goes, hot zones. Right, so that's that's immediately doing some work, okay? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's left sit there while the while the suds are washed off. So it's they're now trickling front and back, washing. Torso. Okay, so suds just coming off. So you've washed your hair at this point. Yeah. Do you condition? No. Then I reach for uh, shower gel. Okay, what are you doing with that now? That's going because that, that seems to be the biggest waste of money <laughs> ever. No, that's going straight under the arms. Second squirt. And I was like, what way are you doing that? If you can see Dave, he's crossing his arms. Yeah. So right right arm under left. You not just raise one arm and go there and raise the other arm and go there. No. What what are you doing just tucking? What are you hugging yourself? That's how I like to do it. Then I I rinse that way that you're suggesting. Okay, so you're rinsing. Then 
another squirt of, of, uh, of while Sharjah. You're, while you're doing it under the arms, I would never think if my, oh, my hand slipped and went onto my arm. Oh, God. No, no, no not yet. <laughs> The, the the final squirt then right. uh, of more shower gel more shower gel goes down into other hot zones which are then okay so you just do pits hot zones and head that's face it. I wash my face as well at the very end and then that's it yeah and then and that's enough for me then I get it so feet no 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 legs feet arms rub your back obviously back your no you're not chest doing, not doing, belly none of that you doing your back no I'm doing back or front. You're not, even, not even rubbing your, your torso. No. This Just head, 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 armpits, <laughs> hot zones, face. End. Surely to God, that's enough. It must be the quickest shower in Ireland, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Like, what else do I need to do? Dave is a dirt bird, says the text. You need to radox every body part in the shower. Oh my God, Dave. That's obviously someone who's very brand loyal there. <laughs> uh, I think Dave is reasonably clean. That'll providing do. he showers every day. I do. Uh, wash with exfoliating mitts to remove dead skin cells. But hey, that's just me. Look, I don't have dead skin cells on me. And if I do, I'm toweling oh, myself vigorously when I get out. That's not going to How often do you change your towel? Every couple of months. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. When it talks back to you. When it actually <laughs> lets you know that it's ready for a change. Keep your texts and your WhatsApp voice notes coming in on 87 102 Like, there's my shower. That's all you need to know. You don't... I'm as clean as they come. Someone says, stop saying hot zones. <laughs> the mental image is Well, it's better than describing what they actually are. Let's put it that way. Yesterday, there was in an incident room over my arm and then I don't wash in the shower. So where are you today? There's two more reps, guys. Two more reps. Come on, let's do this. Come on, let's see it. Sorry, hi Hello. Dermot, hi, yeah. hi. Oh, Sorry, yeah. Hey guys, can you hear me? Yeah, the radio show's happening now. I know, yeah. I just built a gym. I thought we all needed to uh, get some gains in before the show. <laughs> gains with a Z, of course. <laughs> of, course of course, yeah. Toby, come on. No, no, put down that small man. You gotta lift the weights. Okay. Sorry, what, why are you? Why did you build it? Why are you in a gym? What's going on with gyms? Well, I don't know if you heard uh, Kwishuk's news there. There was a mm. survey about annoying things that people do in gyms. So I decided we'd set up our own gym in here and just to see if anyone's doing it in here. Is number one Toby lifting up small people <laughs> who don't want to be lifted up, I'd say. Yeah, including me. <laughs> Toby, put no, people Toby, down. put me down. <laughs> so what types <laughs> of things are on the pet peeve list? Um, well, excessive grunting and loud noises is a big one. That's got to be number one on that yeah. list. Yeah. Now, we were chatting about this earlier, and Sean is blaming noise-cancelling headphones, and so we've all basically lost self-volume control. Ah, that's yeah. a good point, Sean. Because people can't hear what noises they're making now, so when they're crushing it, they're like... Well, it's a gym, Sean. Oh, gonna yeah, sorry, sorry. But would it not kind of be the opposite in the sense that you'd cancel out the external noise, but you'd extra hear yourself with, you know what I mean, in no, your own no. head? Oh, you're listening to something, you're listening to music or whatever. Yeah, you're, you're, Just listen to the heavy breathers on the train who have noise cancelling headphones. All right, they don't know. No, they don't. Yeah. Uh, uh. And actually, which coincidentally is me if I get on a treadmill at any point so it's making that noise well it's the over breathers get me yeah. last time I was in the gym in Lahinch there was a guy just like 
And if, if breathing, if you could have represented Ireland for mouth breathing, he should, someone should have given him a tracksuit with Era on the back. <laughs> what was he like? Because he'd, he'd dramatically drop the, you know, the handles of the machine and the weights would slam together. Clang! Clang! And then he'd go, ah, ah, ah. Jesus. And I, <laughs> That's <you> terrifying. Know, <laughs> you know, like oh. a panting velociraptor or something. <laughs> you know, just in between kills. Do you remember when you and I used to train together, Dermot? Uh, you used to give that out was a black and white it was yeah. so long ago it was the last <laughs> time you were in the gym with me you used to give out about the amount of sweat angels I would make is that yeah. on the list yeah well it absolutely is over sweaters alright um, I, mean, I can't I, control it well I I know and you know I don't personally hold you accountable right. you know <laughs> but I sweat but I don't leave you know big pools on the machines that I use <laughs> like if you use a machine after me you mightn't even know I was there. However, you, you're, <laughs> you're like, isn't there scenes in that movie Splash with the mermaid yeah. where, you know, she goes into human form, but there's a big pool of water on the floor. Yeah, like, <laughs> but I'm sorry, I have to, because I presume the, the, the peeve is not that people sweat, but the people sweat on machines and then don't clean them. Exactly. I yeah. would, in fairness to me, would I ever go to the gym again? No, but were I to be in the gym, I would clean a machine after I sweated profusely upon said I, machine. I think everyone should get to go to the gym with Dave because he lies on the ground quite dramatically after most, you know, his reps are finished, <laughs> rolls around making all kinds of old man noises. And then when he gets up, literally there's a sweat angel. You know the way you make yeah, snow yeah. angels? He can do one with sweat. Is that not a sign of him, though, like really pushing yeah, himself? Yeah, of Maybe if you're not sweating, it's because you're too busy taking selfies. Possibly, but at least, you know, I wash myself after. For a man who sweats that much, I think we all discovered yesterday how little he washes in the shower. Surely one of the things on the list is unwanted help. I know, like, years ago when I went to a gym in Rohini in Dublin... I was working away. Thought I was doing okay. Oh, Toby's picking up people again. Hey, work, Toby. That's it. Uh, I was working away doing and some guy came over to me and he started telling me how, how I was doing everything wrong, like in my bench press. And I was like, I don't need this. Like, so presumably... So he, wasn't a, he wasn't a trainer. No, was just just some guy. Local. Like, hey, man, just want to show you what you're doing wrong there. What you need to do is put your feet on the... I was like, I don't want you to tell me well, anything. It could be saving you from, you know, injuring yourself. Yeah. If you I'm see someone doing terrible, like, terrible form in the gym, do you not feel like going over and saying, ah, no. you're going to hurt your lower back? If you're if a you... PT, but not if you're just a guy in the gym. If you came if over you to me... If you were for and Telegraph. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you came over to me and started offering me advice, I just, I'd be swatting you away with a five kilo dumbbell. How about the people who don't have headphones but play their own music on their phone or, ah, or a little no, speaker you can't be doing that although anything is better than the music that they have in the gym it's just that like uh, deadpan trance music that like never seems to end I think we have that don't we yeah I'm going to find it now yeah it is, this is the quintessential yeah. gym music and you never hear it outside of the gym yeah but it always makes me wonder who are the fans who are the know. people who go this is the music that I love. That's it. <laughs> it's always that. Who listens to that? But nowadays they put in gym mix into the in the middle. Emery goes to that gym. Don't they say that they have yeah. the in the middle of the well, music halfway through? It'll just go 
Gym Mix. Dermot and I know a guy who 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 founded Gym Mix. I'm pretty sure that's the name of his company. Do we? Guy from Cork. I can't remember his name now. I'll tell you about him in a minute. Uh, yeah, he he, uh. he he made that company that makes those gym mixes for gyms. Oh. I don't like it. <laughs> like, who's listening to that? Um, one of the things on the list, and I think this is a bit unfair, is body odor. You give that to me about sweating. Now body odor's okay. No, you sweat a lot, but you don't smell. <laughs> no, but anyway, I think if if there's one place in the world you're allowed smell, it's the bloody gym. Like, you're working out. Yeah, you are going to produce sweat. Yeah, like I that. would never hold that against somebody. But I suppose... If, if there's a but no, hang on, hang on. No, but hang on. It, it depends if they have come into the gym already stinking and are adding to it. I think it's not... I'm sure nobody's... You'd forgive a guy... Like, if you went in and you had, you'd showered and you had deodorant on that day and you went to the gym, you're going to be fine. But if you come in stinking already, like you yeah. haven't had a shower and you've I already got some B.O. some people just naturally have just smell a bit more. And I, it's like... Farting in the toilet. <laughs> you know the way, if, like, if there's one place in the world you should be allowed fart openly, it's in the toilet. <laughs> fart anywhere. We've noticed. Yeah, we've noticed. So, is there anything else on the list that you just standing out to you? Because I, the- well, there's a strange one. Um, couples being too affectionate, but I, I never see couples making out in the gym. You and I were. We used to help. You kept holding my hand as we helped each other out. Yeah. Do you a want me to spot press. you, bro? <laughs> uh, yes, I do want you to spot me, Dave, but you can get off my chest. <laughs> just stand around the other well, side of me. I don't go to the gym, Sean. You go to a public gym now with like, loads yeah. of people. Like, are there people there who are a little bit intimate? Uh, there would be. You know what? You get a lot of couples taking pictures of each other. So you know that uh, new oh, era. Of, yeah, and okay. this is, I'm not throwing shade at pe- uh, you know, people that are into the gym. It's great. But, like, you know, there's couples now that will go and they'll, like, um, obviously the mirrors that are there to watch yourself for form and technique, they're not there for taking selfies in. Right. But a load of couples will, like, take, uh, you know, best life selfies in the gym. Oh. Yeah, it's very annoying. Also, because you look like a spud standing beside them. So you're like, (laughs) take me out of your picture. Uh, We were talking to young Alex, who's working on the show this week, and he was saying he knows a guy who brings a tripod. Yeah. And to the gym like so that. that he can set it up and get the perfect se- like if, you, you know what, if I, that's your content you've got to get your content <laughs> you've got to get your content in one way you go oh my god what is wrong with these people they're clearly <laughs> lunatics but you know what in another way if you have, if your shame meter is so like out of whack that you're able to just like I would die of embarrassment if I tried that if, if I ride in a tripod into the gym but if you're, you're, maybe you're that self-confident that that's not even going to fill you with full of shame, then I may say, do you know what? That's off. What else know, can you achieve? I don't even know if it's shame. I think, like, it's just different shame. Like, that would make you crawl under the... You'd have to get under a bench if you did it. Whereas, yeah. but, like, would you have you know a tripod and a light if you're doing some meditation or you're doing a talk or you're doing something like you have it I know it's in the privacy of your own home or whatever I don't set it up down in the no, supermarket no, no, no. but you can't the... do workout in your front room uh, you did dress you know up I mean? as an old woman in Limerick selling chocolate out of a pram in the middle of cruises <laughs> okay I have no shame <laughs> <laughs> what is what is the pet peeve for you let us know on 0874100102 and if you want to send us a voice note, we'd love to hear it uh, 0874100102 maybe you're not a member of a gym but maybe you hang out with other sort of groups of sporting people and maybe in that little clique or enclave there's a there's a few annoying habits that you've co- be, uh, become aware of 87 102 Toby put down the receptionist she's not awake and, and what, what's the most important thing to have in any gym guys 
most important piece of equipment in any gym? Small gains? No. <laughs> what do you think? The most important thing? It's literally the most the first thing you put into a gym. What? Weights. Mirrors. Mirrors. Oh, oh. Justin Timberlake mirrors. Come on, guys. They better be good mirrors. I tell you, the mirrors in the gym in Lahinch, 10 out of 10. It looks swollen. This is Today FM. Hey guys, the most annoying thing for me in the gym that actually happened last night was there was a guy on his look, just looking at his phone, standing next to a machine, and I asked him, are you using this? And he's like, yes. I waited nearly two minutes, and he was still just standing there looking at his phone, never used the machine. And this is happening all the time. So that is my pet peeve in the gym. Am I alone? I doubt Definitely, it, John. definitely no. not. That's no. something I've noticed, and it's really annoying because the gym can, at some point can be full of people sitting on machines or benches just looking at their phones. They're just waiting in between reps, in between sets, though, you know? They've got to give themselves a little bit of a warm down and get, get back well, to Is your attention span that crap that you, in the, whatever, the 30 second gap in between reps, that you have to be looking at your phone? Like. <laughs> They should make everyone put their phones in a bin on the way in. Eric, Eric says that I'm not the only person who sweats successfully in his life. We used to play futsal um, and you play on uh, like an indoor court and there was a guy that used to play with us called Phil and every time he slid along the ground or fell, uh, we used to call him the slug because he'd sweat so much that he'd leave uh, giant trail behind him. So yeah, Phil the Slug. <laughs> sure. If Phil the Slug is listening, Phil, we, we support, I support you anyway. Phil. And actually there's a text saying, lads, you have it confused. What you think was Sean's screaming on the roller coaster in Disneyland last weekend was actually the noise Sean makes in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get those gains, Sean. That's the last rep. <laughs> Dermot and Dave playing the music you know. We were talking about people who take selfies in the mirror, which is bad enough. And check this out. Lads, I used to work in gyms before, and one time we had a member bring his own photographer and lighting into his session. Yeah, but if he's creating <laughs> gym content, I'm okay with that. It's not his gym. You do it in your own private gym. Don't be bringing in a photographer and, and lights into a public gym. What annoys you, Keelan? People go to the pool or the shower, and they don't take a towel with them. And then they're walking through the dressing room, soaking wet, flooding the ground, and my good socks are soaked. I do hate, I do hate <laughs> yeah. when dry socks get soaked. What about you, Gary? Young people wear sliders to the gym. I just don't get it. And anyone I see, I'm always waiting for them to drop the weight on their toes and break their toes. Just to teach them a lesson, a lesson for wearing sliders. But hang on, unless you're wearing steel capped <laughs> boots, like if you dropped a weight on a pair of runners, you'd still break your toes, I think, Gary. You don't want to be sliding around anyway when you're, you need to be steady on your feet lifting stuff and not in those what, ones. It depends what you're doing. Again, I'm defending these people. Uh, lads, I was in a gym in Tralee a few weeks back and there was a guy walking around and training in his bare feet. I mean, that is disgusting. Dirty, smelly, sweaty toes, says Chris uh, and bare, bare feet is uncalled for on yeah. every level. Uh, some people think it's very manly, I suppose. Um, we're, yesterday, of course, we were talking about Dave's shower habits. And was there anybody who had a shower this morning who listens to us that did not think about Dave? Because I certainly did. <laughs> people text me all the time, not outside of this conversation. They think of me all the time in the shower and not washing my legs and now not washing my arms either. Eric has been on to us. He left a voice note. Dave, I hope you're proud of yourself as well. I'd say I'm one of thousands of people who went home after work, <laughs> went to the shower and thought of you. <laughs> oh, my God. 
sexy, sexy thoughts, I hope. Gerard in Fermanagh says, tried the Dave Moore approach to showering this morning. It actually works, but it's important to reach those hot spots, yeah. as he puts it. <laughs> Is doing the Dave going to become the next big craze? <laughs> Let's no, hope so. No, Gerard. No, it's not. <laughs> John Smith is at work in Wexford. All right, John. How are we doing, lad? We are doing good. What is going on with you? Have you any holidays planned? We could turn into full hairdresser mode here now. Are you going in anywhere nice in your holidays? I am actually on Portugal now in June for a wedding and then France in July. Oh, double you. holidays. So is the wedding you going solo? Are you... Who you go, who's yeah. going? Riding yeah. solo, riding solo. Oh, <gasps> Oh, you'll be up to some mischief there now. Oh, I know, yeah. I get I get afraid if I'm going away by myself. <laughs> I, I need my wife to tell me, nah, nah, that's not a good idea. <laughs> Remember the last time. Well, John, I don't know if you heard uh, our chat yesterday with Peter McGann and What's the Story, uh, but he told us a story of when he went to a wedding and woke up so shook for the day two of the wedding that he decided he wanted a bowl of potato salad Except it wasn't potato salad; it was just mayonnaise, and he sat down to eat a giant <laughs> bowl of mayonnaise, and has never, never lived to forget it. Um, are you going camping yeah, no, in France? Uh, actually, I'm yeah, going to Leorms or whatever you call it. I can't even remember the name. It's a campsite under cabins and stuff. So. Oh, cool! Oh, the family should we go crack? Are you going into one of the cabins? Uh, no, the family are in the cabin, and I have to go. Um, uh, Slumming in a tent. What? what have you done to this family, John? That they want to just stay in the cabin with them? <laughs> I can't say I can't say on live radio I think that that could be the greatest idea a man has ever had no so the entire family and kids etc are all going to be in the other thing and you'll be sitting outside in your own little kingdom yeah exactly my little man cave tent it'll be great I think the other way around is what you want are you going to have another beer are you going to have another beer John there'll be nobody asking you that you'll just be sitting there Dermot just said he needs his wife with him and now he's doing (laughs) the impersonation of her (laughs) Do <laughs> you think that's a good idea, John? <laughs> John, a good idea is to win yourself €1,950 and pay for all these trips to Portugal and France. Uh, what is MMM? Is it Mowgli, Mrs. Mammy? Mowgli. Is this Mowgli the, the gremlin? No. No, Mowgli out of the jungle book. Oh, Ma. Mogwai. Is that, is that what they are? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Mowgli's a little boy, isn't it? In, in the Jungle yeah. Book. Right, right, I gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Mowgli, <laughs> Mrs. Mammy. I was about to sing, you know the guy, City yourself, <laughs> one of us! Which is a completely different thing. Well, at least you weren't not feeding him after midnight <laughs> for fear he'd reproduce. We should combine all of those. John, it is wrong, I'm afraid. Ah, uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> no butter. All right, have a good day. Cheers, man. Bye. Bye, bye, bye. bye. City yourself, one of us! He gets completely mauled by a tiger. <laughs> Uh, Sinead is in Enniscorthian County, Wexford. Hello, Sinead. Good morning. How are you, Dermot? Uh, I'm good. And uh, yeah, that was initially Dave talking to you. Ah, but I now never, it's Dermot. I never mind. <laughs> uh, Sinead, you're putting away the shopping. That's what I'm is doing, it, yeah. Is it from yeah. a big shop or a little kind of filler upper um, on, a, on a Wednesday? Filler upper, that's it. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A few bits. Uh, yeah. Do you get it nice? Any treats? No, not really. Just the usual, you know. The bread runs out, the milk runs out, that sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, okay. Do you know what my missus came home with, actually, from Dunn's yesterday with, and I didn't know you could get it, yeah. is pickled onion flavoured Ridge Crisps. Ah. Like, normally, the only pickled onion stuff you get are meanies, are 
banshee bones. I no, they're salt and vinegar. Are they? Oh, yeah. yeah. Some other random okay. corn snacks. But these are proper crinkle cut crisps, except they're pickled onion flavour. Monster munch. You can get monster munch. I don't mean mighty munch, I mean yeah. monster munch. But not reg Not reg rid- ridged. No. God, a crazy world we live in. Sure is, Sinead. Sinead, what's MMM for 1,950 euro? Okay, I don't expect to get it right because normally when the answer comes out, I always thought, oh, I would have never come up with that. Right, go on. But anyway, mesmerizing maple marmalade. Mesmerizing maple marmalade. Have you ever had maple marmalade? No. Is it a thing? It is, it is a thing, yeah. All right, okay, okay. Yeah, it is a thing, yeah. Maple mar- mesmerizing maple marmalade. So you're l- using the clues. Look into my eyes, sweet like mm-hmm. honey. We see where you made those. Yeah. You said you'd never get them right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. You don't. Terminal Dave playing the music you know. It's been a tough, tough time for me. I was awake between two and four the night before last. Between three and four last night. I'm just very, 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 very anxious. <laughs> What's making you so anxious, Dave? This. Football. No, not Manchester United, for once. I am the coach of a number of football teams in Port Marnock AFC, but one of the teams I coach is the under-11 Saturday team. My son Sam plays on it. And we have had a phenomenal season. So successful, in fact, that tonight we play in a cup semi-final against it doesn't get much bigger than that it doesn't. Oh, actually it does no it doesn't <laughs> the final it doesn't get, well the final is bigger <laughs> yes um, we beat League Slip in the quarterfinals a very strong team very happy to beat them great bunch of lads but someone had to win thankfully it was us but now we play Sheriff Youth in the fi- in semi-final in Port Marnock tonight kickoff 7-15 big crowd predicted Sheriff Youth is that Sheriff Street Sheriff in Street yeah yeah. they train and, and play matches on Fairview Park they're a great team we haven't actually played them this season this is what's adding I think to the nerves is the lack of knowledge because usually we're very well versed as a coaching group myself and my two other coaches Kieran and Collie we know the, the opposition but we haven't played them this year because our matches were cancelled because of inclement weather so we, we only just catching up on year. video footage of their games. Well, actually, they did post video footage <laughs> of their goals uh, on their Facebook page, which we have looked at and said, oh, he looks like a good player. He's got a good <laughs> jink on him. Oh, the size of your man. So <laughs> we've definitely been, been kind of winding ourselves up. And we're trying, obviously, not to transfer this unease mm. to the players. We just want them to go out, guys, just go and enjoy yourselves. Yeah, what about your son? I mean, Sam's playing up front. Mm. He's top goal scorer of the season, is he, for the team? Yeah, yeah, he is, yeah. And, like, his dad and the coach, nervous wreck. Like, but, how, are you, how is he going to stay calm on the big day? Well, that's like, if we you're, do- like, your hand is shaking on the spoon <laughs> in your cup of tea, <laughs> everything's going to be fine. Well, that's, that's what it's been like. Like, last night we had our final session before the, the big game tonight. So we said to the lads, we're only going to do 45 minutes, come up at a quarter past seven. But at six o'clock, mm. we were up there and we did an hour on tactics ourselves as coaches, planning out exactly what we're going to do. Then the kids came up. You're, you're not actually playing, you know no. that. Like you guys spending an hour by yourselves. <laughs> like, had, while the kids all stay at home playing video games. We had to work on shape. We know that our Oh, lads, you need to work on yeah. your shape. <laughs> I've been practicing their penalties during the week because this could go to penos. 
Like this is the thing. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's all or well, nothing. What are these tactics you've been working oh, on? Oh, I'm not. I couldn't possibly tell you in case Sheriff Youth are listening. I couldn't reveal any of well, them. Well, now they know you've been practicing your penos. Well, I'm sure they've been practicing theirs. I'm sure they're taking it as seriously as we are. This is a cup semi final. <laughs> There's some sheriff coach <laughs> with a mouthful of cornflakes going. We should we should have been doing penos. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> but I genuinely, I've just been like, I've been really on edge about the whole thing. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. Been, okay. What? Oh wow! Sorry, we we got some some people want to give you advice. Some some high profile people. Oh my god! Is that, is that so okay? helpful. Yeah, please, please. please um, well, Katie Taylor is, oh is on the line. God. Hey, Dave, Katie Taylor here. My advice would be to find their best striker and do a one, two, jab, 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 cross, uppercut combo. Can you punch children, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> no, Katie, uh, that's definitely not helpful, but well, thank maybe you for just, taking the time. Yeah, keep that in the back of your mind, maybe, right. as a last resort. Yeah. Uh, well, look, uh, what, what's Ireland's most famous manager of all time? Jack Charlton has oh been on. Oh, my God. All right, Dave, big Jack here. My advice for the big game is to put them under pressure. And by pressure, I mean threaten to take away their fortnight and their mind crush. <laughs> That's it. Yes. If you don't win the game, no video games <laughs> for actually, a month. That's a good motivator, in yeah. fairness. Um, you're, Sam's play. He's a striker, isn't he? Number nine, yeah. Well, yeah. most famous striker of all time in an <gasps> Ireland jersey. His hero. Robbie Keane. Robbie Keane. All right, Dave. Robbie Keane, yeah. I hear a young fella Sam is playing up front like myself. Yeah. Hope he scores the winner. But if he doesn't, just do what I did if I lost the game. Transfer it out with the club. <laughs> Send your young fella off to Juventus. <laughs> if it's an option, Robbie, and you let me know that, I'd be delighted. Uh, more coming in now. Yeah, well, he's, he well, he did actually play football, but man, he knows probably the most about football right. than anyone in the country. It's Amo. Played for Man United, Eamon Dunphy. Uh, hello, Dave. Uh, Eamon Dunphy here, uh, football pundit. I just want to say, uh, you got what it takes uh, to win this game. Thank you. And... I want to promise you that if you do uh, reach the final, uh, I will ghostwrite your biography. Yeah. Uh, and we will call it The Day Dave Was On a Semi. <laughs> uh, I might talk to the editor about that. I'm not altogether sure, to be honest with you. And look, I'm not so sure myself about the last piece of advice. It's oh. from a, not really one of our greatest ever managers, but he might have something to offer you for the semi final, Dave. It's Gio- Giovanni Trapattoni. <gasps> you do realise you're on national radio and you just revealed all your emotions about the semi-final to the nation. Yeah. And I'd be pretty sure that the sheriff coaches would be hanging around the radio to listen to see if you say anything about this game. <laughs> so, uh, look, may the best team win. Come on, Palmer. <laughs> Thank you, Keith. Appreciate the sentiment. <laughs> uh, Richie in Galway says, Dave, you're in danger of out-tacticking yourself. Just like Pep did against Chelsea in the 21 Champions League final. Oh, yeah, I could end up doing something like playing my left back of, uh, as a right winger and <laughs> put my centre midfielder and on the goal line and see what happens. I don't know. William's been on as well. Hey, Dave. Bit of advice here from Liam. Um, Paul Pogba's looking for a start. <laughs> and just remember, losing 7-0 in 
you know, it won't be a disgrace. Oh, there's a Liverpool fan if ever I've seen one. Thank you for the 7 0 reminder in there. Actually, Carl Minogue, who works on our show. Carl, you yes. are you play for Kevin's. Yes. Hurling. And the Kevin's. And you have actually won your semi final this season. So you're in the final. Yeah, this Sunday. This Sunday. Sunday. O'Connor he's, Park. He's captain. Oh, I know. Look at yeah. him. I could be climbing the steps of O'Connor Park this Sunday. So, who are you playing? <laughs> Uh, St. Feckins of uh, That's a joke There's Rada. no way They're called St. Feckins F- Father Ted They are And we're called Saint Kevin's Feckins <laughs> That's ridiculous Feckins yeah um, So F-E-C-H. who did you play In the semi? Uh, who did you play In the semi? <gasps> Carlo Town Carlo Town right. And what yeah. were the, the nerves be, the, like? the heavy hitters Of the, of the, of the hurling world really? were, def- were beaten A Carlo Town <laughs> 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 What were the nerves like Going into the semi? Have you any advice for me? Like here I am I can't sleep Nerves for before the semi-final. To be honest with you, Dave, the night of the semi-final uh, was the same night that I turned 29. So all wow. I could think about was if we win this match, I'll have some crack after. <laughs> <laughs> and I tell you what, I did. Well, actually, so there's good motivation. We, we do have a safety blanket of sorts, right? Because we're going on a massive end-of-season trip tomorrow morning with this team. So we're either going on the biggest high of our lives, we've just qualified for the final, or lads... Forget the semi-final. We're going on a trip to Manchester. Yay! Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so that, that is, is good. Cool. So we're going to have a safety blanket. For yeah, you could say to them, imagine what it's going to be like now when you're over in Manchester and you know you're going to be in a cup final in a few weeks. That's kind of my... That's what I yeah. think. But what that. about Dermot's advice of just go out and have fun? Like, I mean... <laughs> semi-final. Have to win it. You just want to go to Manchester so you can hear somebody say, give it Mosey, end of season. <laughs> <laughs> Sign me up. Dermot and Dave. Playing the music you know. Cheese and crackers, cheese and crackers, cheese and crackers. Oh. Cheese and crackers, cheese and crackers, cheese and crackers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I do have one friend who can do a really good Chewbacca. So do I. I've got a friend of mine called Dunica. What's your friend's name? Ian. Ian. Ian and Dunica. They can do Chewbacca impersonation. Yeah. And it, <laughs> also, it never gets boring. No. You constantly go, do Chewbacca they do it you laugh your head off and it never changes it's always excellent <laughs> do you remember the story about a guy who <laughs> broke up with a girl and then to get back on her because they broke her really badly to get back at her he set her number up and said put up around the town or wherever if you ring this number and just do Chewbacca impersonations you can win a thousand pounds and her voicemail just full of people going oh <laughs> Oh Christ Okay anyway Forget about that And focus on cheese and crackers Yeah you better focus yeah. You have lost many in a row Well I'm winning this one I'm absolutely winning this one Because this is a 90s reggae smash <laughs> Don't you laugh Don't you laugh Don't talk people out of it Before they've had a chance to hear it It was on the soundtrack smash. To the film Reality Bites <laughs> That was it, a good film It was number two in the UK Number six in the Billboard Hot 100 It's this Every day, don't sing on my cheese. I want to tell you I love you every day. It's my favorite number six of the charts song of all time. Uh, if you want to hear Big Mountain and Baby I Love Your Way, then you got to text Cheese to 087 4100 102. That's Cheese to 087 4100 102. 
And uh, we'll play on the radio in full in a few minutes' time. <laughs> Only if you vote for it, though. Uh, you think your song getting to number six in the UK? Mm-hmm. No, it's it... number two in the UK, number six in the Billboard Hot 100. Oh, you think that's an achievement? Yeah. My Cracker reached number three in the charts in the Netherlands. Get out! <laughs> Amsterdam's finest. Uh, I'm going for you too, okay? Because, okay. well, they're excellent. They're the best band in the world. But I'm also going to New York this weekend to see Bono he do his is. book show. Yeah. I'm so excited. Um, and the many changing voices of Bono. Can I do a quick impression of Bono's early voice in this amazing song? Okay. Tonight! <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> right, so that was early, but so that's what's in this one. You'll hear it now, this one. It's Sunday, buddy, Sunday. <laughs> it's when he kind of sang with a blocked nose. We learned from the um, U2 documentary recently that The Edge wrote that sitting at home one day. I just loved that documentary for giving us so much insight into U2. that is my cracker. It's Sunday, bloody Sunday. If you want to hear it, you've got to vote for a text or WhatsApp cracker to 087-4100-102. Sunday, bloody Sunday. This is Today FM. I'm very concerned about the impact that Dave is having on our listeners because, you know, during the week he was talking about not washing his arms in the shower or his legs, obviously, that we knew about the legs. The arms was a new thing. And half the country was unable to just get on with their shower without thinking of Dave while they're in there and thinking about washing their own arms. And then we got a message in this morning from Breed in Paris who said, one of the first things I did this morning was check to see if Dave's under-11 team had won. <laughs> like, we have more important things to be focusing on in our lives than Dave's shower habits and his under-11 team because... He was basically a gibbering wreck on the show yesterday because he was so nervous. The semi-final of the team that he coaches, uh, Port Marnock AFC, were taking on Sheriff. In fact, we even had the other coach from the other team on the show yesterday. They went head-to-head last night in a wet Port Marnock around about 7pm. And we got this voice note in from Dave just a few moments ago. Hey, Dermot, how's it going? Uh... It was a wet L night there in Port Marnock playing against Sheriff in the Tony Hackett Cup. Uh, look, someone had to lose. But thankfully it wasn't. Yeah! Excited uh, team, and who could blame them for celebrating? And uh, by all accounts, Dave is now on a ferry to England. Are you going over there to take over from Big Sam at Leeds, Dave? Is this the? No, I'm actually looking for I'm looking for Pep's job at City. You know what I mean? I'm going, I'm going straight for the top, mate. Straight for the top. <laughs> so you won, lads. Pormarnock won. Sheriff Neil. Oh, what a game, what a game. I tell you what, you send a video of the goal, and it's an absolute screamer. Yeah, that is a man called Jamie Sharp. His first goal of the season, he decided to save it for the second half of the semi-final. Top bins! Come <laughs> 1-0 up. Absolute screamer from Jamie Sharp. Uh, why are you on your way to the UK? 
because we had planned this amazing trip with these bunch of lads. We've coached them since they were four years old. And because of the way the age groups work and the amount of players on a pitch, we've had these this group of 10 lads since they were four and are now all 10. And next season, we'll go nine aside, so the squad will grow. So we'll never have this bunch of 10 kids on their own again. So they're a great little bunch, great load of lads, great team. So we decided we'd celebrate the end of the season with a big trip to Manchester. So we're going over to play some friendlies. We're going to, unfortunately, Man City versus Leeds and not Manchester United because they're not playing at home this weekend. Um, and then we're going to have our end of season awards and, uh, yeah, play Marcus Rashford's old school team on Sunday morning. How are you going to sit in a Man City game as a staunch Man United fan like you kind of slipping this into the conversation but will you not just be sort of dissolving like that witch in the Wizard of Oz I'm melting well I, I wonder if could I hate City as much as I hate Leeds it's very difficult to be honest with you I mean I don't know I don't know who I'm going to cheer for I'll probably watch, just watch the United match on my phone while I'm in there to be honest with you but uh, yeah no but that's the only game that's on and uh, we're no, we're very lucky to get we, we We've 10 dads with us as well. Obviously, a few of us are coaches and the, uh, every kid has brought has been brought by their parents. So we've had to get 20 tickets. So very difficult to get 20 tickets for any ground in the Premier League, except for Man City. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> oh, and how are the kids feeling after the win? Well, they're all here beside me. Lads, 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 how, how are you all feeling after the win? <laughs> they're sitting here. Yeah, they're filling themselves with fries from the from the, the swift the, the Irish very swift sailing, and they're all sitting here with their mushrooms and sausages and hash browns and all. All right, uh, so there. Cahill was just suggesting that maybe they all sound hungover. Where did you go after the match? <laughs> well, in fairness, we were all so drowned. The weather was literally the worst it could have been last night. In fairness, so uh, we got them in back into the change room. Uh, we had a quick debrief um, and then I had to get everyone home and showered and packed because we were getting up the crack of dawn this morning uh, to get onto the ferry and head across to Manchester so uh, yeah so we did we had no celebrations last night just washing wet kits I was folding jerseys at half past 11 last night and my arms went <laughs> off at 5am wow and how was Mick the other coach of Sheriff uh, we had him on the show um, yeah, was he all right? Because I know he, he beat you in rock, paper, scissors on air yesterday and we thought <laughs> well, that maybe I, I, that was a precursor to yeah, yeah, another as I win. Said to him, um, I said, he can beat me in rock, paper, scissors any day as long as Port Marnock be sheriff in the game. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no, Mick and Graham are the two coaches. They were such nice lads and the team were brilliant. And they brought out, in fairness, they brought out loads of supporters as well. It was such a horrible night. And if anyone's ever played against Port Marnock or plays for Port Marnock, you'll know that, that that pitch is exposed to the sea. So when it starts you know, rain and sideways wind. It is absolutely shocking. So uh, it was a wet night for everybody, but the lads were brilliant. Sheriff were amazing. I mean, the, the fact that the game was, as you saw the goal, was scored was won by that one screamer. Like it was end to end, really tight game. Shows how good the two defences are. That there was only one goal in it. Yeah, yeah. And, we don't uh, need that much yeah. analysis. They are they are <laughs> ten years old. Don't get ahead of yourself, there, Big Sam. <laughs> but listen, Dave, we're all worried about you here on the team because you were a bag of nerves. You were a nervous wreck about the semi-final. What are yeah. you going to do when the final comes along? Well, let me paint you a picture, Dermot Whelan, because not only is the final happening next Saturday, the 13th of May, but guess what's on next Saturday, the 13th of May? My twin daughter's communion. <laughs> so I have already had a discussion with my wife as to 
do I really need to go to the church because I need to be in the AUL and Clonshock at the same time to get the lads warmed up for the final? So I actually don't know what is going to happen to me next week, what I'm going to be like. Yeah, you're I right. I think you I need God so on your nervous. side. I think you should have the <laughs> communion on the pitch as part of the pre-match entertainment. <laughs> That's definitely an option in Get fairness. the prayers in. Do you know who you're playing yet? Yes, we're playing Broadford Rovers, who are a team Ooh, from the South Broadford, oh, they're a solid team. Tough outfit. No, you're right. It'll be it'll be a tough game, but look, you can only beat who's in front of you in other football cliches. Uh, my uh, son is now currently pouring mayonnaise and mustard into a cup. Sam, stop! <laughs> That's a winner's cocktail right there. Yeah. Uh, anyway, safe sailing. Uh, enjoy Manchester. Enjoy Sitze. Say hi to Noel Gallagher Sitze. for us. Oh, yeah, I probably will see him, in fairness. Uh, all right, listen, look, thanks for all the support, guys. We really appreciate that you're all behind us. Oh, look, we didn't sleep a wink just worrying about the result. Glad we finally found out who won. Uh, say congratulations to, to the lads. Give us a cheer then from the boys. Lads, one more cheer for the lads on the radio. <laughs> fairly, fairly half-hearted there in fairness there's only about three of them left the rest and of them have gone to find the arcade machines in fairness Dave you're the same and there's a few sausages in front of you you can't get a word out of you it's all business anyway <laughs> take, right. it, take it handy we'll chat all to right, you next week alright let's see you Monday bye. okay bye bye Emma's in Cork alright Emma I'm good, how are you? We are very good today. We're looking forward to the weekend. I was just saying... weekend you've planned. I know, I know. Sure, I'm spoiled. This is kind of my my big birthday present to myself. Very nice. You know, because you have to gift yourself the stuff you really want. Uh, You have to look after yourself. Yeah. What are you up to yourself this weekend? Uh, Nothing much. We're going to a communion for a friend and, you know, hanging out at home for the weekend. What's the standard cash gift for communion these days? Oh, that's now a hot topic, isn't it? I yeah. don't know. <laughs> Maybe 20 euro for a neighbour, 50 euro for a niece or nephew. I don't know, that's what I was 50, talking yesterday with my sister, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I think any, anything less apart, probably than 20 in an envelope, sadly, is, is would probably be no. considered stingy, would it? Yeah, well, yeah. I get like, we used to get a fiver. A I fiver know. Used to be a note. It used to be wonderful because it was a note. You'd never have a note otherwise. And like that used to be amazing. But now I think 20 very minimum, isn't it? And do you know what's kind of disappointing when you become an adult, Emma? Is you don't get that feeling very often of opening a card and cash falling out of it. I know, I know. <laughs> you know, when your godfather or godmother has gone to the trouble of writing this really poignant message in the card and you just flung it away. <laughs> Didn't even read it, just take thrown away, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and especially with the with the old Irish money, like the proper punts, they were great notes to fall out yeah, of an envelope. They were bigger, weren't they? They were much yeah. bigger as well. They were lovely, yeah. I'd say, Carl, do you even remember old money? I'm not talking about shillings now, just Irish money. No. 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 Not re- no. Just no. It did exist no. when you shillings. were small. No. Pounds. Punts. punts. What are you, twenty nine? Yeah. I just don't remember it. You were only in what, 2001, 2, around then? Yeah, I only remember Euro. Cash. Oh. <laughs> New cash. <laughs> I barely remember the old fivers. What did you do, I'm 33. I'm 33 in June. And you remember the money? Yeah, of course. I have a memory, and no one else does, of a, a fiver that used to give. I didn't get it for my community. I think it was gone by then. But my mom definitely giving someone a, a five-euro note or a five-pound note and it had a girl on it, a little girl writing, and I used to think that was the communion note. It was a special oh. communion note because the people got it for the communion. <laughs> well, she was at 19. When did the euro come in? 2000 and, it was naughty. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Wasn't it, Emma? 
Yeah, 2001, I think, was it? Yeah. Oh, look, I barely remember my early 20s. <laughs> Do you miss the old money, Emma? Yes, I remember the old money. The brown £5 note. Yeah. yeah sometimes yeah. you wonder, like, would, if we'd kept that money, would it be worth more or less now? Oh, less. I'd say it wouldn't be worth anything. <laughs> I don't know. They were so chunky and sizable. They're big. Those notes were. You yeah. knew you had money in your pocket when you had them. Like. <laughs> you had money, yeah. yeah. Throwing a few pound coins to the oh. pants to be hanging off you. <laughs> this is Today FM. How are you, lads? It's Neve here from Leash. Um, I remember the punts, the Irish punts. I don't know how Cottle doesn't remember them. Uh, I'm only slightly a little bit older than Cottle. But um, five Irish punts would get you six euro and 35 cent. So, yeah, I remembered the conversion calculator. We did it on the calculator. So five Irish punts was six euro 35 cent because that was my pocket money from my dad. Oh, yeah, of course, everyone's pocket money changed. It had to be exact. Was it a mess when you were changing over when there was... Well, when you were a kid, it upset the whole economy around penny sweets. Yes. And penny sweets suddenly got really expensive. They never recovered after that. <laughs> I always remember this because I was 10 or 11 when this happened and a tenpenny bag went straight from being a tenpenny bag to being a 20 cent bag. And yeah. I knew then that we were onto a bad thing. We should have just got out then. Hyperinflation no on fizzy jellies. Like, that's a bad, bad omen. Yeah, we should have known then. Yeah. The trouble was a coming. Listen back to more from the Dermot and Dave show on todayfm.com. Dermot. Day. Weekday mornings from 9 on Today FM.